0: You're listening to the big show with Russick and Rose. And now drops and Kane shoots, trickling puck. Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Hubert trying to go backhand and to forehand. They score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah! Sportsnet 960, the fan.
1: morning. It's Wednesday. It's the big show. and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan coming to you live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Everything basement-y since 1992 serving Calgary in southern Alberta. It's a Flames game night. Back home down at the Dome tonight against no, NBD. Just the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche who are nipping at the heels of the Flames for that second wild card spot in the Western Conference. Feels like a big deal tonight. Feels like an important game. Feels like unnecessary two points. I'm actually going to go to the game with you tonight.
0: Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. Go down to the Dome, watch the uh, Avalanche skate around. Anytime that you get an opportunity to see yeah. Kale McCarr live, I think you kind of have yeah. to. And McKinnon. And honestly, this year... Miko Rantanen might be having a better year than Nathan McKinnon. Mm-hmm. They're having uh, an intriguing season. Mm-hmm. You can't keep everybody around when you win the Stanley Cup. People need Stanley Cup raises, yep. and as a result, you got to find ways to plug holes. And and the um,
1: those are first world problems, Maddie.
0: Yeah, the, the band aids aren't necessarily uh, you know elite here. Um, They're doing the job, but that that
1: always makes me smile. When people rip the cap situations of the past of the Blackhawks and the Kings, it's like they have banners that fly forever. Oh, yeah. Who, who cares? Yeah. Three cups for the Chicago Blackhawks, and they had to sign Kane and to those monstrous deals because they brought them three cups. Oh, well. Yeah, you have to make these yeah. types of
0: decisions. Yeah. Now, and granted, sometimes some of the decisions aren't great in 50-50. Like, if you look at where the Blackhawks are now versus where the Kings are now, you know, a little bit of sure. a... But, but then again, they won Stanley Cups in different years. You go through the cycle of And now they have the inside track bad. on the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. They sure do. Right. And three championships. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Although now, the yeah. Coyotes are doing a very good job to get right you know back what? into the race you know what? for Connor Bedard. This just popped into my
1: in your nog my, my stupid brain. Oh. I'm gonna ask you guys around the room because there's a lot of Flames fans I work with. I'm gonna ask you, and well, because the two guys in the other room, mm. producer Patrick Dumont, and Alex Brody, they're not from here.
0: Our Manitoba uh, contingent, yeah.
1: Um, uh, Noah, you can come in and sit here for a sec. Come in, come in. So we have an intern this week, Noah, the intern. Just, just run in here. You don't, you don't have to put your headphones on. Don't That's worry fine. About it. Uh, you, you can hear. You're us, not right? hearing anything. You can, you can hear me. Just, just jump in here for a sec. I, I, I don't know this. I just want to get clarity. Were you born here? Uh, no, I was actually born in Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, well I moved know. out of here when I was like two years old. Oh, okay, so you're, yeah. you're a Calgary. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, uh, we, shout out Southern Ontario, uh, but we won't mention that because people hate Ontario here. <laughs> I'm going to ask both of you this question because you guys are Calgary through and through because I'm also doing the show with the son of Calgary, Matt Rose. Mm-hmm. Would you trade one Stanley Cup Flames win... And then follow it with 20 consecutive missed playoff seasons. Oof.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh boy. George,
1: 20 is so many seasons. One Stanley Cup. More than half of my life, dude. One Stanley Cup, 20
0: consecutive missed playoffs. Do I have to work in media for the 20 seasons that they miss?
1: I don't know. I don't know what your future is.
0: If I'm not working in media, no. then I'm just no, I'm just giving you this power. Maybe I'll win a championship but I'll never watch hockey again. I'm I'll just giving just beca- you this. I'll power. become like, yeah, I'll just watch NFL, NBA, and tennis. Would That'll you trade
1: one Flames Cup win and then subsequently followed by 20 seasons? If you can make a deal with some sort of <laughs> genie,
0: right? Yeah, if I was down in Georgia with yeah. my fiddle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure. That's that's not a bad. That's, that's a good pull, right? That is a good pull. Thank you. That feels like an Alberta joke, too, and I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like learning these things. That Just like kick a, rocks. Nobody a, says kick rocks where I'm from, but they say it here. It's banger, George. Yeah, or beat it. Yeah. So that's another thing I've learned here. Mm-hmm. So you haven't answered my question yet. Win the Stanley Cup 20 consecutive seasons of missing the playoffs.
0: Uh, I hate the question, but I'm going to say I'd like to see them raise a banner. <laughs> so you're doing it. Uh, you're yeah. in. Yeah. If okay. that If that was the only way. I'm in. Okay, Noah,
2: diehard Flames fan. Wow. Um. Oh boy. I. You know. You know what? Banners fly forever. It's true. But man, twenty straight years of missing the playoffs. Yeah. I. I, I, I don't. I really Listen, do not. I really do not know if I can handle that. Well, if you're sad, is it twenty cr- years of just. Barely missing the playoffs. Does not matter? I don't know. It makes it tougher, yeah, I think. Because you're not getting matter? any good draft picks out of it. That's essentially And that's what the Flames have been. They've never been right bad enough. Good
0: draft picks doesn't matter. The rule of thumb that's is you're true. gonna miss the playoffs I for twenty guess, years. Yeah. Who cares where you're
2: drafting? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't oh, matter
0: yeah, how exactly. you're finishing. You answer just lose the question,
1: him. Noah. Do you trade one cup for twenty years consecutive
2: of missing the playoffs? <laughs> when it comes to twenty consecutive years of missing the playoffs, my answer then at that point is I would not do that. Oh, okay. I would not trade that. All right, thank you, Noah. We'll, you we'll talk
1: to you later with the Australian Open update. Yeah, I can't wait to
2: do the update. It's yes. uh, some exciting tennis action from Australia. There night. was exciting tennis
0: on the
1: uh, We we will talk about tennis for about thirty seconds in the eight o'clock hour. Tight thirty, tight. Well, everything's fluid on this show. <laughs> There's no such thing as
0: tight anything on this. We didn't show. plan any of that. We just did. No, but it just popped into my head yeah, because
1: we're talking about the Colorado Avalanche. Fluid and we're talking show. about uh, Stanley Cup stuff, and <laughs> but yeah, but you're
0: you're in text line. It pretty much happened after 89. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like 10 years before they went back to the playoffs. Well, it was what? 15? Yeah. Essentially. I think yeah. they went back to the playoffs. The year I, after I
1: don't get this text. Today, I plan to work as hard as George does in the last five minutes of every hour of the show. Does that mean the break <laughs> or the <laughs> last five minutes?
0: <laughs> We're commercial?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, George, that's what you're used to in Toronto. Well, they haven't they have won the Cups in 67. But my favorite thing about the Leafs' futility is they haven't
0: even been to the final since the league was six teams. Yeah. They, they, yeah, that's awful. There's been a lot of losing and not yeah. a lot of good seasons. No. Good
1: regular seasons. Occasionally. Well, I, I remember when I was a kid when they had those two runs to the... When they were, for some reason, in the Western Conference, <laughs> which made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> like, how was... How is Toronto in the in the Campbell Conference playing all the Western teams? Sure, close I enough. I don't understand.
0: Close enough, yeah, maybe. It was the
1: dumbest thing ever. Much like Detroit being in the Central for years and years and years.
0: Yeah, like with the, with the yeah. way that Detroit and Colorado were rivals for so long.
2: Yeah, oh, those were great. Did you watch They're that ESPN so 30 good. for 30? uh
0: didn't get around. You to should.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not like it's just disappeared into thin air. You could still eventually. Should I put it on, on my list? Do you have a list of stuff to watch?
0: Yeah. I'm a big, big list guy. Yeah, you should
1: watch it. It's good. Um, Busy show. uh, Later on in the program, Uh, Ron McLean, Hockey Night in Canada. I think you've heard of him. A Hockey Day in
0: Canada goes Saturday from Owen Sound. Mm -hmm. He'll join us at 7.30. A lot of good guests that are going to be heading out to uh, Owen Sound. Yeah. The boys are, uh, Jeff and Elliot, are doing a live podcast out there. I believe Lanny is going to stop by. I believe we're going to be talking to Lanny this week. Yeah. I'm excited. He's going to and Sound for Hockey Day in Canada.
1: I've interviewed him once before. What a jerk. No, I'm just kidding. He's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's like wow. the nicest guy ever.
2: <laughs> hey, jerk. that's my line. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's good. <laughs> um, no, he's awesome. Um, Luke Gadstick, uh, NHL on Sportsnet, former NHL at 8 o'clock. Look around the league. Um, I'm already ducking before I'm saying our next guest at 8.30. Huh? Uh, Matt Devlin, voice of the Raptors at little, 8.30. Little
0: rap chat. Yeah, I think we could squeeze it in. I'm excited for it. It's going to be really good. Matt, the- dude, plus every time we have Matty on, he's so good. He crushes it. He's the best.
1: Yeah. That's why I like to have Matt Devlin on. And we'll ask about what's going on with his son. He was a first-round
0: pick. Yeah. We always like no, that. No, it was a
1: sixth-round pick.
0: Yeah, well, he was drafted. Yeah, which he is awesome. He was drafted by, what, Tampa, I think? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yeah we'll see both the, very good organizations yeah, to be drafted Still, uh, by. being
1: drafted is awesome. uh, we'll ask him about what's going on with the sun um flames game day tonight down at the dome against the avalanche uh text line open nine sixty nine sixty Tell us who you are where you're texting from. um I know this narrative has been floating around this city the last few days mm-hmm. so I I put a lot on Sportsnet Stats plate yesterday. Maybe probably didn't give them enough notice because this is a deep dive into statistics. Because I know there's this narrative going, oh, the, and this is how Flame, this is how not just Flames fans, but flam- fans in general sound. Oh, the team plays better in front of Lidar than they do Markstrom. I actually have numbers. You got numbers. Like real concrete statistics. Shout out Sportsnet Stats for doing a great job. They do a great job at Sportsnet Stats. I'm assuming these are all correct. <laughs>
0: They're rarely incorrect. It's literally what they do, though. If you don't follow SN stats on Twitter, you're shame on you. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, shame on you. I uh, Want to
1: ask you on uh, the old text line nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Do you think this team plays better in front of Ladar than Markstrom? Nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Maddie Rose. We'll start with you, then producer Patrick Dumont. Do you think this team plays better in front of Markstrom I think Vladar?
0: Re- I think recently the team has played better in front of Dan Vladar. Uh, you go back to that Predators game and the two goals that were scored, were there were guys draped all over the crease. That's not necessarily how you're supposed to assist your goaltender in stopping the pucks by impeding his path to getting in front of the puck. Mm-hmm. So didn't love that. Uh, but I did think that the team really did play quite well in front of Dan Vladar in in the Dallas game, the second St. Louis game. Um, so recently I would certainly have to agree with that. Producer Patrick Dumas, does it, who, who does the team
1: play better in front of?
2: Uh, lately, in your opinion. Well, I think every time Dan Vladar gets out there, the team has a chance to win. I, that's what I've seen of Vladar's chance. Mm. Are you it's throwing a little
1: shade at Jacob Markstrom? No, man? not
2: not at all, because I think Jacob Markstrom, he's been, he had a little, he's going through another little, maybe a lull right now. He yep. was a little bit better there just after Christmas. It's, it's just the inconsistencies with Jacob in his game right now, mm. and it's been going back since March of last year. I think with the backup, I think the the with the and Dan Vladar, I think the team just has a little bit more confidence, and they just they just feel like they're in more games with Vladar. Even if it's like a five four type game, it just feels like it's they're in it and they have a chance to get the two points.
1: Um, I'm gonna give you the actual numbers at Can- the top of the next hour. Oh, that's a what a tease. Uh, I have I have all the numbers. Like I really went, I got them to go deep. I'm excited. On numbers and everything that the Flames have done in front of both Markstrom and
0: Vladar this season. I'm going to let you keep the tease going, but were you surprised by the results that you got? Yes. Oh. The numbers
1: are, I wouldn't say eye-popping, but maybe eyebrow-raising. Yeah, Yeah, like exactly what you just did there. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I, I wanted to ask, too, um... Yesterday was the first edition of what are we calling it, Patrick Dumal? Like, what did you guys call it at I, nine o'clock? I think we just ran fourth hour of the big show. The fourth hour, yeah, just the fourth hour. I kind
0: of like that.
2: Like what? The, like the what do you just hour. call it? the fourth hour?
0: Hour four.
1: Big like, show hour four. I like, that. Doesn't really. <laughs> doesn't, matter. I never, I never going.
2: branded it. I never put anything on it. I never said like uh, the bigger big show or. The more show or anything like that, <laughs> you should just try something different about, every every day for every the, rest day, of the week. Yeah. come up with something different. See what sticks. Okay.
1: What about more big show? More big show. Okay. Huge show. Huge Bigger show. Uh, hmm. Um, but did it go well? Did you enjoy yourself? I enjoyed
0: myself. Here's, right. here's the thing today too. If you're gonna be tuned in today, if you're gonna get your your panties in a knot over a little Matt Devlin, just after nine o'clock. Canucks chat, because oh God, it's been yeah. a bit of a gong show out in Vancouver for the last 48-plus hours. Yeah. Minor surgery <laughs> yeah. needs to become major Canucks. surgery, right? Again, the Canucks are just a team that are
1: just... Like, everybody else knew what you were, except for the people in Vancouver who lie to themselves all the time about their team.
0: It's it's the meme... <laughs> me- no, but seriously. It's the meme of the dude on the bike yeah. yelling, throwing a stick yeah. through
1: I his own tire, like, and then yeah. yelling again. But honestly, like I know because... They're in your division, and just the, you know, the crow, clo, crow, the close proximity between Calgary and Vancouver. There's that rivalry. They you played a, like the Canucks. played a lot of playoff series and, when right The Oilers were bad. Yeah, everyone knows the Pavel Bray scoring, and then he helicopters his stick. Nobody <laughs> likes those memories, right? But everyone knew around, like, at least, you know, east of Alberta that the Canucks were a joke heading into this season. The bubble was the worst thing that ever happened to the Vancouver Canucks. Because they had some success, like it literally was the worst thing that ever happened. Bamboozled like, their old staff into leaning in. Who, who, who in their right mind liked the JT Miller deal the second it was signed? Literally nobody outside of Vancouver.
2: It was fascinating. Listening. I don't think people in Vancouver liked it. I was like listening to Elliot and on Merrick's show yesterday, saying like, they're gonna get Horvat done at the draft. It's gonna get it's gonna get done, and then it doesn't, and then it doesn't. Oh, and then M- Miller's done, and then." Horvat's just forgotten about it's just it's amazing how they they just they just pick J T Miller over Bo Horvat Bo just like that mm-hmm. and uh, I think somebody on Sportsnet said it was maybe on Tim and Friends I heard it but it was like this might be the worst time the Canucks are going through since maybe the Messier days
0: I oh um I liked uh, Jim Rutherford going yeah no this is totally an outlier our captain is no this is <laughs> outlier this is not we're not we're not gonna pay him for this season we're not gonna that's no way.
1: Um, I, I appreciate uh, the one texter. Please tell us who you are and uh, where you're from. Uh, he goes, <laughs> I did the math last week. Okay. Uh, with all due respect, sir, madam, I don't, I don't want to completely trust your math. I put it in the good hands of Sportsnet stats. And also got a text. You suck. I start work at seven. What's the numbers? <laughs> we do have a podcast. Hit the podcast. Yeah. Google, Spotify, Amazon, See Apple. See, that's why I'm a below average to mediocre host. Mm. I try to do a tease to keep you interested. Like later on in the show, uh, something went really awry during a BBC soccer broadcast. And we're going to play that audio later on in the program.
0: I love broadcast gone wrong. Yeah. Awry. Awry? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. How is that different from wrong? It's the same thing. But
1: I, I I think it would be something that maybe you and I could power through. Maybe me, not you.
0: And we'll do that later on in the show. I'm I don't always keep the stone face yeah. when there are But we'll d- we'll we'll play that sure, audio yeah. that
1: great that may or may not get our wrist slapped. <laughs> Maybe mine.
0: I'm gonna preface this by saying I don't know what the audio is. Yeah. Uh I'm, I, I'm excited to hear it, but I so reserve the right to retract that statement that I okay. just said.
1: So uh, just to peek behind the curtain, Mm -hmm. uh, generally for this show, we talk about a lot of stuff we're going to do, but when it comes to some kickers, I just want to get Maddie's natural organic reaction live on the air. Visceral. Yes. Yeah. That's why I I like to keep some of these things away from you. Just like like the old pickleball story where the quote super fit dad snapped his head too much to the left and then had like three consecutive strokes.
0: Yeah, that was because a
1: blood vessel burst in his neck, like you no, know, an artery like popped. Yeah, and almost died. Yeah, but now he's
0: fine. And I was all slack jawed yeah. because I didn't even know you how to were react rattled
1: by that. Yeah, I was really off put. Uh, the Uncle Chin story: these <laughs> chain smoking marathon runner who ran a marathon in under four hours while literally chain smoking cigarettes. That was a fun one. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. This one, uh, I would I would put this one in the fun category. Okay. Not like it won't, it won't like, it's not jarring to you. It won't make you upset like the pickleball story did. Because I know you get a little, you don't have like a strong stomach. That's what I've learned about you so far. Like even when you do a shot, maybe, maybe it's going to come back out right away. Hard you hear alcohol, a story. No. Yeah. Like you, you don't have like a cast iron stomach. You are just. Nope. But that's okay. That's what makes you unique. Yeah. So that's why you're the child of Calgary, as I call you. Calgary's son. And you'll like this story i think later on in the show
0: i was literally cutting vegetables yesterday and i was thinking about how fast chefs do it and i was like i could never do that could you imagine if i just like cut my finger oh yeah. i'd be so done um
1: uh, thanks to piper from airdry it's okay don't not trust my math you simply use addition and subtraction skills <laughs> piper i'm going to give you more of a deep dive than what you did like I- i'm going like super deep on the numbers on does the team play better in front of Ladar or Markstrom? And I have the concrete numbers. As of this morning, I had a tonight's game against the Avalanche.
0: The evidence. It's all here. Yeah. He's going to lay it out for you. 100%. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, we got lots to do. I'm, I'm excited to see who gets to start today. I think that's Who a... do you think it is? I think it, it's got... d- do you have a coin?
1: It's a big game. Mm-hmm. I think you got to go Markstrom.
0: I think you will got to go Markstrom, too.
1: Because he's the guy you're paying to be the guy to win these types of games. And and, 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 I, and I'm always on the side that I've, 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 I don't care how much money the guy makes. Mm-hmm. Whoever's playing better should be a net. But this is a game Markstrom needs to win for the team.
0: Dan Ladar was maybe a little bit shaky in the third against Dallas. And Markstrom only allowed two goals against Nashville, and the coach wasn't happy with how his defense played yeah, on either and, of those goals. And so you can't really I wouldn't fault be surprised Markstrom they...
1: on either of those goals. And I thought he made some big time saves in that game against the Preds.
0: But what does that mean about George's numbers just after seven o'clock? Nothing.
1: No, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of numbers. We're going to dive deep into them. <sighs> we're going to we're going to break out the abacus. Oh. The 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 Casio watch calculator. I'm gonna need that more. You're than way my... too young to know what that means. I
0: know what a Casio watch calculator. Where they used to have those Scholastic book fair. Oh, really? Yeah, you could get a. Beep,
1: boop, boop. Yeah, I remember my cousin in like the 80s had one, and I was like, "Whoa, that's cool." When I had, you can add numbers on your watch. What a time to be alive! <laughs> Wonder where the future will take yeah, us. The
0: future, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I had one that you could pop open and put like little erasers or paper clips in it. How big was that watch? It was probably about that big. Like, even, like but I three know it's to four inches.
1: I know it's fashionable. Some dudes like to wear the giant watches now.
0: Oh, yeah. Huge faces? Yeah. No. Like right now, I've got the the little fit and it's just, just oh, look a, at you. the small one. Is that telling you what your heart rate is at right now? Yeah. You want to see? Yeah, I do. Like, out. I just
1: want to know if you're just terribly unhealthy right now. 81. That, I don't
0: know if that's good or bad. Yeah, it's good. That's not bad. Okay, you know, like a pro athlete probably has a resting heart rate of like I don't know in the 60s, but maybe we shouldn't speculate on that. Okay, (laughs) that's probably (laughs) fair,
1: right? You're throwing out there like you know, you know, a pro athlete has a resting heart rate of I I don't know 60.
0: I remember when uh, there was a broadcast that Cassie campbell pascal did when they were doing a Monday Night Show, one of those Sportsnet stat shows. Love it, and they were talking about how. yeah. You know, back when you were playing, they would test your resting heart rate and all that type of stuff because the lower it was, the almost better you'd be able to handle stress when things when Yeah, your heart rate I, got,
2: I got something from the Mayo Clinic about that.
0: Okay. Mayo uh, Clinic
2: works. Yeah. Uh, generally, a lower heart rate at rest implies more efficient heart function and better cardiovascular fitness. For example, a well-trained athlete might have a normal resting heart rate closer to 40 beats per minute.
1: Wow. 40. That's a lot better than 60.
2: The adult average is 60 to
0: 100. Yeah. Mm. So I'm smack dab. In the 100 middle. is
1: flying. Your yeah. you working if you're 100 beats a minute. It's almost two beats a second.
0: Yeah. You know, when you're doing like some hard cardio, you get up like 150, 155, well, yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. All yeah. right. Enough. Do, like, do some we're, weights. we too dumb to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. It, we went way down the rabbit hole. Yeah.
1: But I, but I got real numbers for you, though, later on at the top of the hour. <laughs> Apologies to, Do you to have Piper anyth- and Airdrie. Do you
0: have anything on Markstrom's heart rate
1: or blood hours? No.
0: No numbers on that? No.
1: Are they wearing the Blasties tonight?
0: They are. They're wearing them for, I believe, this whole homestand. That's cool. Back in blasty.
1: All right. Yes, uh, sir. The Rose Report straight ahead. Uh, Maddie will get you set for the Avs and Flames tonight. It's game night down at the Dome. Uh, we'll look around the NHL, I'm assuming. Mix in a little Raptors update. All
0: Z open. It was really British. <laughs>
1: It's like, you, it's like you grew up in Australia, but your parents were British. That's what that <laughs> sounded like. That's what that accent sounded like.
0: I'm not going to do any more so until we get to the segment. So
1: my, my manager way back when, when I worked at Tony Roma's in Niagara Falls as a bartender. Ooh,
0: oh, Ritzy. Uh, my,
1: my, oh, not really. <laughs> yeah, Ritzy Ribs. By the way, ribs is not a good first date meal. Oh really? Yeah, don't go to ribs on With a the first little date. finger balls and Yeah, like you just sauce. get sauce all over your face, you get chunks <laughs> of ribs stuck in your teeth. So my manager Anthony was from he was from the Outback. He was so Australian. Mm. Oh yeah. And like, you know how Australians pretend like they're tough,
0: but they're <laughs> not really? So they do. I can't they wh- do that
1: Aussie 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 oi 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 thing.
0: Yeah, I, so I can't quantify that they aren't actually tough, though. No, they're not.
1: So uh, okay. my manager would, my manager would, um, it'd be like twelve to fourteen degrees out Celsius. He'd be like in a winter coat. Go, mate, it's freezing out here. <laughs> I go, can you be any softer, Anthony? You've been in Canada for like five years. You're not acclimated a little bit, because apparently it takes seven years to get acclimated to a climate. Huh? Really? Yeah, but like Anthony, Australian, like he, it'd be like fourteen degrees. He'd be in a sweater. He'd be freezing.
0: Yeah, that's that's not me. Like I'm not shorts guy. I won't go that far. But yeah. hmm, seven years. To, I guess that seems fair yeah. for the body, to, that get, long to, to, get body to get things. used to things. To a new climate. Yeah, sure. And yeah, listen, it's a lot of beach days on the Gold Coast. It's a little different. He was from the Outback. Oh well, a lot yeah. of desert days out. Yeah, in the outback. a lot of hot. So, snakes and stuff. Yeah, fighting Australia. kangaroos, that, avoiding that, spiders and that, scorpions and yeah, everything uh, else. Only nine of you. the
1: ten most venomous snakes live in Australia. No big deal. That's so why um, I went to New Zealand instead. Um, I uh, I want to make my way to Australia for the Australian Open one time.
0: What I think any one of these majors would be pretty cool to take in. Yeah,
1: I don't know if I want to go to the French Open. I was going to say. Plus, they blocked me on Twitter, the <laughs> official Roland Garros Twitter account. Woof. <laughs> yeah. They blocked me because I, I criticized uh, what joke of a major has no lights or no roofs. This was a couple. Oh. And then they blocked me. So I can't really see any tweets from the French Open. <laughs> so that's. Because you so criticized
0: the fact that they don't have a roof or lights.
1: Yeah. I go, what, what major gets suspended due to darkness now, anyway? But Nobody cares about that because it feels archaic,
0: but yeah, okay, it's fine.
1: fine. Uh, lots to come. It's a big show, Russic and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan, uh, the Rose Report uh, is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs, they'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave in 3rd Street Southeast. I have nerve tonics stuck in my (laughs) throat, so I was laughing over that. May cause gigantism.
0: Welcome to a Flames game day, friends. The Flames return home for the start of a four-game homestand that will see them play the Lightning, the Blue Jackets, and the Blackhawks, but it all begins with a big game for the Western Conference playoff race tonight. The Flames host the Avalanche. W's. That's when I'm impressed. Part of a five-game sked that we will preview. We've also got results from yesterday. Raptors wrapped the doubleheader. Hitman welcome a former teammate to seven Chiefs. Lots to get into. So let's go ahead and dive in. We begin with the Flames, who will host the Colorado Avalanche at the Dome. 7.30 start. Calgary returns home from a five-game roadie that saw them go 2-1-2. Tyler Toffoli talked about the end result and how the team felt about it as they did some off-ice work
2: yesterday. Obviously, uh, we let some points slip. Um, Obviously, starting off, we didn't start off the way we wanted to, and we didn't finish the way we wanted to. So I think at the end of the day, it's a little disappointing. Um... The way uh, everything is so close in points, you want to try and um, gain as many as you can. Um, So I think at the end of the day, a little disappointing. Six of
0: a possible 10, not bad, but not great, and really not much time to breathe with a huge game against the Avalanche tonight, followed by a matinee hosting Tampa Saturday. You can't be taking any to- any games off at this point, George. Uh, like I mentioned, it was an off-ice session yesterday, so we didn't see any new lines or any new pairs or anything like that. But morning skate will be at 10.30 today, and we'll look to see if there's any changes. But personally, I wouldn't really expect anything. So, Jacob Pelchier came up to do what? Be around the NHL team. Be an extra body in case
1: somebody gets hurt.
0: Yeah, like, uh, that was what Greg Millen had kind of mentioned for, with us yesterday, right? You're on a five-game road trip through the Central Division. You probably want to have an extra body. Have the guy up. Give him a little bit of a a reward is in the fact that he's just around the team and gets to kind of be on the charter and, and do those morning skates and, and all that type of stuff. Um, obviously didn't play and... I would not be shocked if he gets assigned to the Wranglers sooner rather than later. But, but like we've been talking about, until an injury happens, I don't know if we see the young man. But
1: but again, I, I keep hammering home this point. Um who on the wing has been that undeniable that you can't give this kid a look?
0: Like I've I've liked the way Huberto's come along. I, I hope so. <laughs> Thirteen points in the last thirteen games. He's been he's been much better. You
1: you gave him a twenty-year deal. Like I hope so. He's starting to play well.
0: Yeah, I think Tafoli's been good. toffoli has been good, right? And he brings a lot of things that Daryl likes to the table. You're not taking Blake Coleman out. Manjapani has been really solid with that line with Backlund lately. Like you can't get get back to Milan Lucic. You can't move Lucic down and
1: give Pelche a look with
0: Hubert Owen Cadre. I think you could, but we still haven't seen it yet. Team struggling to score goals, yeah, and
1: I don't know. Youth it's, and speed is not a bad thing, and the
0: dude's a first round pick. I I totally agree with you. I'm but, in tr- but, I'm intrigued to see what he does. Like but, it, it pissed me off that we don't even get to see it because it's so hard to talk about all these things. Because Matthew Phillips, is like, okay, saw him for two games. Yeah, the, he didn't get to play a ton, but I was largely like, okay, yeah, he's out there. He's he's. Matthew Phillips is kind of what I expected. Like, the thing with Jacob Peltie is we haven't even seen it yet, so you can't say, oh, that's what it is. Like, that's that's the part that frustrates me. All I'm saying is everyone
1: says, like, oh, there's no room, but, like, the wingers on this team haven't been... Like Manjapani's had a down year. Dude scored thirty five goals last year. He's been playing a lot better on
0: this road sure, trip, and
1: dubay has been a little better. But yeah, yeah to and I would been... also
0: say Milan Lucic just maybe teetered off a little bit compared to the beginning of the road right. trip and prior when he actually was playing very well on and that line.
1: It's and he's probably suited better to play you know eight to ten minutes a night anyway.
0: Something around there, yeah. I think that ideally, you kind of want that fourth line just over 10, but something like that, right? And, right? and banging bodies and doing that whole thing that he does and he brings to the table. Like, you can't sit anybody off the fourth line? Like, it's it's been interchangeable for a lot of the season. Walker Dewar has, like, Di- like Daryl said yesterday, started great, but got to keep that excitement going. Yeah, Same thing that happened with Radam Zahorna. I'm,
1: that's all I'm saying. It's just...
0: Players that just they
1: haven't been that undeniable where oh no, you can't sit that guy or move that guy around the lineup. Just give a guy a look. It's some influx of young youth skating, a guy who's big-time prospect.
0: Like Daryl had a really great comment on Jacob Pelche yesterday and being around the team and picking a guy and getting used to the NHL style and everything that gets involved with it. But he also said, We're not 10 points up and we're not 10 games out of the postseason. Like that's not where we are right now. And I took it as him saying I'm not in a position where I want to take a flyer on a guy in any one of these games. Now granted, when you got Columbus coming in and you got Chicago coming in next week, maybe uh, maybe those are the ones that I would look at rather than Mm Colorado-Tampa. But I don't know. It's the same thing I keep saying. It's disappointing that we haven't been able to see him. But I was... I didn't think he was going to play anyways on the road trip. Like there was no... It's not to say that there isn't anybody who has maybe played poor enough that did, that would say okay, Jacob should get a chance. But we know how this coaching staff operates, right? And I think that's the bottom line, which is frustrating, which is extremely frustrating at times.
1: Um, I I'm sometimes right about sports takes, and sometimes I'm terribly wrong. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna imagine there's gonna be a little bit of juice in the building when Columbus is in town
0: next week. To I don't know if that's a hot take, George. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit of juice in And body.
1: that one's a bit of a layup, maybe. And I'm actually really looking forward to the text line that day of the show. It's going to be
0: fun. It's going to yeah. be a fun day. Yeah. Uh, Johnny actually had some comments about that uh, over the weekend. I don't know if you saw that. But, no, he didn't. Uh, little spicy, little hot. Uh, he's expecting to be booed. He doesn't want to be, but he expects to. Well, yeah, no kidding. Let's get to the rest <laughs> of uh, yesterday's slate <laughs> yeah. before we look at the five game slate for today. Wait, wait.
1: Dude, they're going to give him a video tribute, though.
0: Yeah. They have to. Yeah.
1: So he'll get a little bit of applause
0: and then it'll go like. It's going to be short though. Like it's going to be quick. Maybe. I, don't know, the, okay, I don't know. We'll, no, that's a, yeah, yeah, we got we'll do it on Monday. We'll yeah, do yeah. it on Monday. We'll do it on Monday. Anyways, uh, Canadian teams yesterday. Uh, let's start with the Pacific Division tilt between the Kraken and the Oilers. Vander Kane returning to the lineup a few weeks earlier than expected after that grisly wrist injury in Tampa November the 8th. Kyler Yamamoto and Ryan Murray moved to LTIR, so the Oilers didn't have to make any waiver moves or trades to activate the forward. Uh, they would uh, go about this game uh, with a big victory. We talked about this off the air yesterday, but you were saying Kraken is underdogs in Edmonton after the way they've been playing, but... This one was yeah. a tough setup. Seven game road trip. You I go stayed home away. For one game against Tampa, and then back to back in Edmonton. Of course, the Oilers end up taking a five to two victory. I stayed away from it. Yeah, I,
1: <laughs> it wasn't a good
0: spot. No, it, Yeah, you looked at the calendar and said that's not a good place for the Seattle Kraken. Right. Leafs were hosting Matt Kachuk and the Panthers. First of four meetings this season. Toronto spending a lot of time on the kill in their own barn. What? When you play and you come into Toronto, you know what goes on. won't say nothing more won't say nothing more uh there was 15 plus minutes of penalties in this game between the Leafs and the Lightning the Leafs would come from a 4-2 deficit William Nylander scored three straight goals including the overtime winner as the Buds come from behind and take a 5-4 victory tough one for the Florida as they continue to chase a playoff spot well the Leafs they're basically going to play Tampa at this point yeah it's just who's going to get home ice and does it really matter?
1: Uh, the Leafs had home ice last year uh, in the series. I would argue
0: you would almost rather not play Game 7 at home if you're that group. Just with the way that fan base is so anxious in the building, mm. like I'd almost rather be on the road for a Game 7. Well, you also get last change.
1: Um, what's William Nylander going to make on the open market if he gets there? Because all the attention is signing Austin Matthews to that monstrous extension. Nylander leads them in goals. Yeah. Nylander's what? An eight to $9 million player? I would
0: have to say yes for sure, uh, if not more. Yeah. If not more. 35 especially to 40 th- goals gets you how much in
1: the NHL? Depending
0: on how much the salary cap balloons over the next couple of years. I don't right? think it's going
1: to balloon too much.
0: Yeah. It's not going to be much this year, but you mm-hmm. know, as it starts to go up a little bit. But uh, 24 goals after the overtime uh, winner... William Nylander. The Jets began a season long five game road trip in Montreal, an all Canadian matchup. Prior to the game, the Canadiens putting a slew of players on the IR. Jake Evans, Joel Armia, and 2022 first overall pick Uri Slavkovsky all on IR and Sean Monaghan on LTIR. All lower bodies except for Armia, hoping the best for Monaghan here. Uh, Despite the lineup out the infirmary door, the Habs with a pretty good showing against the Central Division leading Habs. Jets? Central Division leading Jets.
2: Here comes Jekai down the right Pine Street. Shoot stop. Rebound. Dagnock Wade shoots. Hell of the seam. And it's swept away at the side of the net by a falling man alignment. Back toward the line. Jakai again. He'll play back toward the near side and Dvorak up top. Now slapshot this score.
0: Well, Paul Edmonds with the clip there. It's a long one, but the point is to emphasize that Connor Hellebuck did everything that he possibly could. Mm. Still only stopped 24 of 28 shots as the Habs won 4-1. to uh, Interesting side note to all of this uh, last
1: night. Uh, Cole Caulfield took his first penalty of the season. What a goon. Yeah. What an absolute goon. Is there one trophy that you don't want to win in the NHL? It's a Lady Bing.
0: <laughs> What's the softest guy in like, the show? I mean,
1: like, like who has... <laughs> Like, do you put that on a resume? I always. I'm find, sure you. Like, I, do you, does does the Lady Bing work for contract negotiations? <laughs> I won the Bing last year. <laughs> like, does that work? They
0: they like knock 500k yeah, off. Like, I don't know. Like, does
1: <laughs> do you use that as like a bargaining chip in I, contract negotiations? I don't know. I'm a three time Lady Bing winner. Doesn't well, right. the
0: media vote on the Lady Bing too? I don't know. Which like, is the just, dumbest thing to me. Like, shouldn't it be a player award if anything? Yeah, who's the most gentlemanly player. Who who knows who's the most gentlemanly? Probably the guys that can hear them speak on the ice. Right. We don't know what they're saying down there.
1: First penalty of the season for Cole Caulfield.
0: Absolute.
1: A tripping penalty, of course.
0: Goon. Uh, A couple other games that relate to the Flames playoff race. The Wild entered action, third in the Central. Four points up on the Flames. They were visiting Alex Ovechkin and the Capitals. Ovi, two assists in this contest. How about this stat? Alex Ovechkin has had a point in every game that he's ever played in Minnesota. 13 games, 24 points in 12... Uh, pardon me, 13 goals in 12 games, 24 points, dating back to 2006.
1: But they played in Washington last night. Hmm.
0: But I like your stat. Why did... The- <laughs> but, but thank so, you. The reason that I thought this was in uh, Minnesota is because... Yeah. NHL has their live stats that they update, yeah. and they they trotted out this lovely stat that he had scored every game in Minnesota. Yeah, they, but they played in But Washington. they played in Washington. Why do I care if he has a point in every game in Minnesota then? Yeah. NHL stats. And I guess I could have done a little bit more research. It's okay, I got you. Wild beat the <laughs> Capitals 4-2 to two final score. Three that, defensemen from cool defensemen stat. there. It is a cool stat. Yeah. It's just not relevant to last. I was also game. like, why didn't they update this in game? He had two points. Like they should update that. Yeah, what a useless stat to share. All right. Uh, anyways, the Predators lost. Uh, beat the Blue Jackets, two to one. The final score there. Oh boo! Three other finals. Uh, Seth Jones scored the overtime winner. The Blackhawks beat the Sabres four to three. Coyotes bested the Red Wings in a shootout at the Mullet, four to three. The final score there, and uh, the Flyers beat the Ducks five to two. Ivan Provorov. Didn't take warm-up. Yeah. It was Pride Night in Philadelphia. He decided he didn't want to wear the Pride jersey because it goes against his religion, which is Russian Orthodox, and this right. created a whole slew yeah. online.
1: That Obviously. Rob
0: um, played in the game. Yeah. It's... Just uh, put the jersey on, man. Just do it and play the game. Here's my thing. There's a lot of guys in the league who probably have similar beliefs that maybe don't share them publicly, but do you know what they do? They throw on the jersey. Because the point is you're trying to make these spaces inclusive for people who for a long time have not felt included in a lot of these spaces. Correct. Wear the jersey for 15 minutes.
1: And I just, I don't know what the right answer is. Like a lot of people saying he shouldn't have played. He shouldn't. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't know if that's the right answer either. Like, I'm assuming there'll be an apology today. Probably a sort of donation to the um, LGBT two Q plus mm. community in Philadelphia. I would assume that's coming today too. Yep. But it's just one of those situations where, come on, man, just put the jersey on, and then you don't have these headaches. This that is the a- entire organization has to play with. Because you're right. Um, Again, hockey culture has been under fire lately, and deservedly so, with the ongoing investigation of what's going on with the World Junior Hockey Championships, and just hockey culture in general, and we just need to move forward here. Just just put the sweater on, and that's it.
0: Uh, There's a couple players on the Flyers who are obviously very... Uh, involved in this community uh, Scott Lawton, James Van Reemsdyke Who also spoke about it um, And they were doing some stuff with that community Yesterday uh, Scott Lawton said, amazing initiative Something that's been close to me for a long time I know Reamer too, so I'm just going to leave it at that We'll see how this really uh, plays out Throughout the uh, rest of the, the week here Uh, Tonight's schedule has four games Apart from the Flames and the Avalanche Canucks host the Lightning at 8 in their first game Since the Jim Rutherford press conference back on Monday The Penguins visit the Senators at 5, 530 Bruins and Islanders And the Stars visit the Shark Tank at 8 Hi Sharks NFL coaching roundup We got some news uh, yesterday Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson Was a hothead coaching name But he's informed interested teams He's staying in Detroit There's no turds here No turds there buddy you like this uh keep for the Lions? Listen, the Lions
1: are uh, going to be a very trendy pick next season. The offense was not the issue in Detroit. Right, but the defense the second half of the season was was good. Yeah. It was an absolute train wreck at the beginning of the season. They were close to a nobody. And then just missed out on the play- had a winning season under Dan Campbell. And I'm a humongous Dan Campbell fan. And I think and I think uh Jared Goff was supposed to be the stopgap. Jared Goff had a great year.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he sticks around. And then he you have gonna to stick use, around. Use your first round pick on something else, dude. has been, Yeah, attack Absolutely. another area of need. Absolutely,
1: love he it. He was good. Jared Goff, top. What's the twelve quarterback? Atiba, top fifteen for sure. Atiba Hutchinson is that his name? Hutchinson? No, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden. Atiba so- Hutchinson <laughs> is the veteran <laughs> midfielder for the Canadian national soccer team. Hmm close, though. I guess. Yeah. The last name's right. <laughs> yeah, somebody texted in that maybe get you some brain and nerve tonic today. <laughs> what do you think, Patty? It you might, might be mustard? having too much. <laughs> yeah, I've had too much of the brain
0: just tonic. Take, just take a teaspoon. Full. <laughs> uh, I'm going to rip through the rest of these. Stop me if any of them pique right. your interest. The Titans hired Rand Carthone as their GM, played a couple seasons with the Colts, has been an exec since 2008, four years in Atlanta, five years with the Rams, uh, five years with the 49ers as well. Now he's the GM in Tennessee. The Browns hired Jim Schwartz as their mm. defensive coordinator. Fourth time he's been at D.C. after years with the Titans, Bills, and Eagles, and of course was also the uh, Lions head coach.
1: I'm not dead!
0: Won a Super Bowl with the Eagles in 2018. Yep. Now he's D.C. in Cleveland. And the Chargers... I'm, I'm hoop- sure he won't butt heads with Kevin Stefanski
1: whatsoever. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure, yeah. No. Because that's what they need in Cleveland, more drama. Anyway. And
0: the Chargers blew a 27-point lead and then they fired their offensive coordinator. Somebody Dylan had to pay the price Marty. for that. Yeah. The, the guy who got them the big lead. Yeah. Hmm. Raptors were taking on the Bucks. Raps winning four of their last five, but on the second half of a back to back. Yeah. After an overtime matinee victory over the Knicks at MSG on Monday, they were 0 4 in the second half of back to backs. Could they break that run against the Milwaukee Bucks? Take it away, George.
1: Yeah. The uh, Raptors fell 130, 122 to the Bucs in Milwaukee. Drew Holiday scored a season I 37. For the Bucks. Uh, Fred Van Vliet playing terrific for the Raptors. Again, uh, scoring a ton of points. Van Vliet ending the night with 39, but the Raptors only scored three points in the final 319. And that included just a two-pointer with six seconds to go. Raptors shooting just... Matt Devlin later on in the show. Matt
0: Devlin coming up at 830. Trade deadline three weeks away. Raptors. Next game is Thursday when they visit the Minnesota Timberwolves. That'll be a 6 o'clock Sportsnet broadcast as well. uh, At the Aussie Open. That's a knife.
2: That's a knife.
0: Two Canadian men onto the second round. Six-seeded Felix Oje Aliasim up against Alex Molchan of Slovakia late last night. Uh, FAA ends up winning this one in five sets. Takes the final three. Comes back from a 2-0 deficit. Even later, 20-seed Denis Shapovalov was facing Japan's Taro Daniel. This one was still going when we got in this morning. Shapovalov would beat Daniel in straight sets, including a tiebreaker in the second. And we had a big surprise today as well. Uh, Maybe not a huge surprise as he was pretty banged up. But uh, Rafa Nadal, the one-seed of the tournament, was uh, beaten by unseeded American McKenzie McDonald. But he... Was really banged up. He refused to retire, though. I love this clip from uh, Nadal
2: post-match. I didn't want to retire to be defending champion here. Uh, I didn't want to leave the court uh, with a retirement. Better like this at the end. I lost. Nothing to say.
0: Guy's a gamer.
1: Yeah, that, that's what Nadal is. He He respects his opponents and wants them to have their moment.
0: Especially when he's banged
1: up like that.
0: Over on the women's side, uh, Bianca Andreescu was facing Christina Buccia. Bianca would lose the second set in a grueling tiebreaker. After she had won the first set, she ends up falling 6-2, 7-6, and 6-4. And Layla Fernandez will face the fourth seed, France's Caroline Garcia, mm. later this evening.
1: Super. I read the Bible once. S- super disappointing for Bianca. But then she would have to play the number one seed, Iga Swiatek the next round anyway, so it would have been a tough match. But come on, Bianca, get your stuff together here.
0: Won the first one, and the second one, she lost Enough. in a Sorry. tiebreaker 9-7. I'll,
1: I'll stop. Go ahead.
0: Locally, Hitman <laughs> and Wranglers both in action. The Hitman uh, host their former teammate, Zach Funk, and the Prince George Cougars after he was dealt closer to his hometown of Vernon at the WHL trade deadline last week. Hitman got some good uh, picks back in that deal as well. This game will be out at the 7 Chiefs Sportsplex on the Sutina Nation at 7. We'll have it on our alternate stream. And the Wranglers are on the road, lost a couple games down in Henderson against the Golden Knights affiliate over the weekend. Tonight, they visit the Vancouver affiliate, the Abbotsford Canucks, at 7 o'clock.
2: And good night, and good luck to you, sir.
0: Uh,
1: Great job. And the morning report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead in the 7 o'clock hour. Ron McLean from Hockey Night in Canada. Sportsnet will join us. He'll fill us in on Hockey Day in Canada, which goes down this Saturday. We'll look around the NHL. We'll get his take on the Calgary Flames. In the 8 o'clock hour, Luke Gazdick, Sportsnet NHL analyst, Matt Devlin, the voice of the Raptors. We'll talk about, to wrap up the show, um, something happened on the BBC soccer broadcast that you need to hear. And uh, numbers, numbers straight ahead. Markstrom, Vladar, does the team play better, and f- which goalie does the team play better in front of? I have cold, hard facts slash numbers next. Big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.